Welcome to Never a Truer Word, where we look at the words that people choose to use to see if they're telling the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. And we're going to look at the three Kansas City Chiefs fans who were found dead in their friend's backyard a few weeks ago at the time of recording. And we're going to look at what's being said about them to see if we can find out any more about the mystery, because it is a really mysterious case here. Uh, Three Kansas City Chiefs fans, they were found dead in the back garden of one of their friends, or the backyard of one of their friends. Uh, the, the dead guys are Clayton McGinney, David Harrington and Ricky Johnson. They were found dead behind the home of Jordan Willis. And uh, at the time these guys were lying in the cold, dead or dying, Jordan said he was asleep for 48 hours inside the house. There's a fifth person involved as well, a guy called Alex Lee, who was at the party but seemed to have left early before this happened. Uh, I believe that's the story that's been told. But what happened, what, you know, it really is a mystery. If you're new to this channel, we look to we like to look at the words that people use uh, and examine the statements that are made. It would be great in this case uh, to hear from two of the, the two survivors, but Jordan um, has checked himself into rehab and Alex has not spoken as far as I know. Uh, but I have found the words of three people close to some of these dead Chiefs fans. Uh, the girlfriend of one of them, uh, the cousin of, of one of them as well, and also a friend of Jordan. And what they have to say sheds light on what happened. But as I say, we're only going to look at the words that these people use. We're not going to look at evidence or theories or anything like that. That's not what happens in this channel. What does happen is we look at the words people choose to use. And also, I want you to come away with things that you could use in your life that will help you work out whether you're hearing the truth, whether you're hearing deception. Uh, so in this case, I want you to look for when people are asked questions that can be answered with yes or no. Really simple questions we get asked all the time in our life. Did you do this? Yes, I did. No, I didn't. If someone doesn't say yes or no, an answer to that, or I don't know is a, a fair answer as well, why are they taking the hard route? Because all, the, all day long, people ask us yes, no questions, and we say yes, and we say no. When someone doesn't say yes or no, they're working extra hard. And why is that? Also, pay attention to the words that are being said. What is said? What are the actual words that are being said versus the intended meaning, the, 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 the impression that someone wants to give versus the actual words that they say? I'm always interested in what you have to say on these. So if you've got any comments, if it's available to you, then please comment or get in touch on social media. You'll find the links to social media in the show notes here. Follow or subscribe this to get more. There's hours as well that you could use um, to upskill your deception detection skills. And please don't underestimate how that simple action of pressing the like button will help this get to more people. If you want to really get it to more people, then please share this with people that you think may be interested in as well. I'm truly grateful for all the likes and all the shares. Many of the shares I don't see. Apparently WhatsApp is the most popular place to share my content. And I never know you do it, but if you do do it, thank you very much. Let's dive into the words then. And let's start with the girlfriend of, of one of the dead guys. She said, I don't know if Jordan gave them something like they're talking about. David wasn't a drug addict like they're talking about. David didn't do stuff like that. Now, this is what I mean by what is said and what is meant to be said? What's the impression that you get? David wasn't a drug addict like they're talking about, she says. What does that mean? What does David wasn't a drug addict like they're talking about mean? I'll tell you what it doesn't mean. This headline from the New York Post, which is based on this interview with the girlfriend, the headline is, Kansas City Chiefs fan found dead did not use drugs. 
That's not what she said at all. She did not say he did not use drugs. He, she said he wasn't a drug addict. Two very different things. Very much, I'm not an alcoholic, but I do drink alcohol. So she only said that David wasn't a drug addict. I'll see as well that she's downplaying the use of drugs here. Jordan gave them something like they're talking about, not drugs like they're talking about or substances like they're talking about. No, she just downplays it and calls it something. And she also says David didn't do stuff like that. Not David didn't do drugs like that or David didn't take drugs or just David didn't do stuff like that. So something and stuff, very vague, downplaying the drug aspect there. She says twice in this short excerpt, like they're talking about. I don't know if Jordan gave them something like they're talking about. David wasn't a drug addict like they're talking about. It's a repeated concept there. When we repeat something, it's really high up in our mind for a reason. And I think here she's very worried about what people are saying about her now dead boyfriend. And she's really sensitive to what people are saying about him. And I think that will become important later. Also, again, just looking at the actual words that are used, um, she says, David wasn't a drug addict like they're talking about. Potentially, he is a drug addict, just not a drug addict like they're talking about. He's a different kind of drug addict. And, and then we come into qualifications and personal definitions about what someone means like that. So David actually could have been a drug addict in her words, just not a drug addict like is being spoken about, a different kind of drug addict. And David didn't do stuff like that. Again, David didn't do stuff like that. It, you know, he maybe did stuff just not like that, not like what they're talking about. So she's very sensitive to what they're talking about and she's wanting to protect David from these things that are being said about him. The girlfriend continues, maybe they did take something because they were drinking, but I know David wouldn't have took it. Maybe they did take something because they were drinking, but I know David wouldn't have took it. What? What does that mean? Let's try and decode it a bit and see if we can get into what she does mean by this because I didn't understand it at first glance. But actually, who's they? Maybe they did take something because they were drinking. Well, actually, if that's everyone else apart from David, then that whole thing does make sense. Everyone else did take something because everyone else was drinking, but I know David wouldn't have took it. Well, that would make sense. But actually, I think what we've got here is a contradiction. Maybe they did take something because they were drinking, but I know David wouldn't have took it. And two different things. And I think what is going on here, and this is very natural, it's, it's deceptive in a way, but the reason that she's doing this, I believe, is that she um, is protective of David and what people are saying about David, um, and that she doesn't want his memory just to all be about drugs. And when we are deceptive, when we are really making something up, when we're not coming out there and going, David took so many drugs, it's not a surprise this happened. When we're saying something different and we don't have the real words to back it up, that's when we get into uh, linguistic knots like this. And I think that's what's happening here. I think that's why we just got that flat-out contradiction. Maybe they did something, but David wouldn't have took it. More from the girlfriend. It does not make any sense to have three men dead laying in the yard and Jordan asleep for 48 hours. What do you make of that statement? It does not make any sense to have three men dead laying in the yard and Jordan asleep for 48 hours. I just flag that as truth. 
It's really straightforward. I understand what it means. I don't have to decode what she's actually saying there. She's saying it doesn't make sense. This story does not make sense, and it doesn't make sense. Um, I get a few comments from people saying, you can't just say someone's lying based on a few words. You need to baseline them first, and those people have been watching too many uh, behavior panel or body language um, videos because you, when you're doing statement analysis, you don't need to do baselining. It does help to look at as many words that someone uses as possible though uh, especially ones like this where here she is capable of talking in a very straightforward way where we really know what it is she's saying that's what her words look like when she's being honest and straightforward with us the girlfriend continues i have heard of jordan before i've never met him i've heard a lot of terrible things about him i don't know the truth in it david's never had a conversation about jordan i've heard the name jordan when he's talking to his friends I don't think I've ever heard any stories about Jordan at all. Once more, we have a contradiction. I've heard a lot of terrible things about him. I don't think I've ever heard any stories about Jordan at all. In the space of a few words, she said, I've heard lots of things about Jordan, and then I haven't heard anything about Jordan. Again, I think this is something, this is her protecting um, this uh, memory. She doesn't want David to be just just associated with drugs. And I think potentially here as well, she knew a little bit more about Jordan than she wants to say. I think that's what might be going on here. Another contradiction there. David's never had a conversation about Jordan. I've heard the name Jordan when he's talking to friends. Now, you may take from that, David's never had a conversation with me about Jordan, but I have heard the name Jordan when he's talking to his friends, but that is not what she says. It's plain outright a contradiction. David's never had a conversation about Jordan. Oh yes, I've heard David having conversations about Jordan when he's talking to friends. So I think she does know a bit more about Jordan and what David and Jordan did together than she would like to say, and I'm not blaming her for that. We don't like to talk ill of the dead, and and also, you know, it just must be really horrible. The entire world kind of knowing what your uh, boyfriend was up to. So that's the words of the girlfriend. I think on her, I think that, you know, the drug use is no surprise to her whatsoever. Let's move on now to Jordan's friend. This is a guy who spoke anonymously. What he has to say, though, is very interesting. The anonymous friend says, not only is the whole country accusing him of murder, that's Jordan he's talking about, so not only is the whole country accusing him of murdering his friends without factual details, evidence, or any charges at this time, but he also lost three close friends. This, I told you at the beginning, to look out for what someone says, their intended meaning, the impression they want to give, versus the actual words they use, because the words they use will be so much more telling about what they mean. Here he says that uh, the whole country is accusing him of murdering his friends without factual details, evidence, or any charges. You may think he's saying people have jumped the gun and they need to wait to hear what's happening before they make up their minds, but he doesn't say that. He doesn't say if they had factual details, if they had evidence, and there will be no charges, then everyone has jumped the gun and said the wrong thing about Jordan. They've got the wrong idea. No. He just thinks, says that they are accusing him of murdering his friends without factual details, evidence, or any charges. He also says without any charges at this time. So he is open at this time means that he's open in the future to that could change. And in the future, there may well be factual details, evidence, and charges that would, you know, uh, let people accuse someone, uh, accuse Jordan of murdering his friends. So this friend is wanting to put up a robust Jordan's didn't do this he wouldn't do this he's innocent but if you look at the words that he's using 
That's not what he's saying. The friend continued, He didn't get to say goodbye or go to their funerals due to the circumstances of these wild speculations and accusations. Very similar pattern. Wild speculations, he says. They're wild speculations, but he doesn't say that they are wrong. He doesn't say uh, that he didn't get to say goodbye because of these wrong speculations, just wild speculations. And also note that it's due to the circumstances of these wild speculations and accusations. So it isn't even the wild speculations and accusations, it's the circumstances. That's very distant. It's, it's several steps removed from he didn't get to say goodbye because people are falsely accusing him of having something to do with their deaths. The friend continues, No one seems to be willing to wait for the results of the toxicology report or wait for any other facts from the police department from a case that is still under investigation to make these speculations. He starts with no one. No one seems to be willing to wait. Well, no one includes this friend. Some people seem to be willing to wait or others seem to be willing to, to uh, don't seem to be willing to wait. He doesn't say that. He doesn't put it down to other people. He says no one in its entirety. So he's part of that no one. I, I think he already has an idea of what happened. And there, uh, you have to be willing to wait and wait for other facts. Again, it's not, if you wait for this, then this, they're not coming. These things are not coming. So you're actually jumped the gun and said things way too early. When you know the facts, uh, when you know the results, then uh, you'll know that you know there should be no speculation. No, he's just saying that people needed to wait for the toxicology report and wait for other facts, and then they can do the speculation. So I think he's very open to the fact that there was involvement with Jordan here. In fact, he says, wait for other facts from the police department. That means he believes that facts are already out there. The words of Jordan's friend. Uh, I think he wants to put up a robust defense of Jordan, but he doesn't have the truthful words to do that. I don't think this is a surprise to Jordan's friend. I think he's doing the good friend thing, but I really don't think he believes that the Jordan... Uh, sorry, I think he's open to the possibility that Jordan was involved in this quite deeply. I think that's what I would say. Now, a guy who says he's the cousin of one of the guys who died in the backyard of Jordan Willis's home. Uh, here's what he has to say. A lot of times I'm hearing that David, Clay, uh, David Clayton and Ricky were like brothers. Jordan was kind of off on the side. Mm-hmm. True? Jordan's a chemist, bro. Jordan's what? Jordan's a chemist. They all knew him as that. It was easy for them to go have fun, but he fucked up. He made a mistake. Jordan was the chemist. He, he's a scientist, right? He does what he needs to do. Now, to use my cousin, my best friend, as a guinea pig? No. What about Alex Lee? What do you know about him? I know him. Yeah? yeah. Any, any idea that he might have brought drugs? No? Jordan had him. Jordan was one. So you don't think any more attention should be paid on Alex Lee? Alex Lee is a good man. He's a good man. Um, Alex Lee is a solid. He was one of their best friends forever. Jordan is somebody that is known from high school as like creating drugs for people to make them feel better in certain situations. Okay, well, you want to do this? Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make this for you. I'm gonna make this for you. I'm gonna make this for you, and handing him out. Mm-hmm. 
What do you think about the cousin then? Let's have a look at what he says. And it starts off with the interviewer saying, I'm hearing that David's, David, Clayton and Ricky were like brothers. Jordan was kind of off on the side. And the cousin says, mm-hmm. And he's asked, true? And he says, Jordan's the chemist, bro. So yes or no question. Is that true? And he doesn't say yes or no. Um, he just says, Jordan's the chemist, bro. Jordan's the chemist, bro. He doesn't say yes. That's the relationship they had. No, that's not quite the relationship they had. He avoids saying yes, no, and says, Jordan's the chemist, bro. And that's how he starts the next thing he said. The interviewer asks for clarity. Jordan's what? And he says, Jordan's the chemist. We all knew him as that. It was easy for them to go and have fun, but he effed up. He made a mistake. Jordan was the chemist. He He's a scientist, right? He does what he needs to do. Now, to use my cousin, my best friend, as a guinea pig? No. So he said two things of substance at the very beginning of that interview, and they both are. Jordan's the chemist. He's repeated the phrase, Jordan's the chemist. So I get the impression that what he wants to do in this interview is get across the fact that he believes Jordan's the chemist. There's a reason why we repeat things a lot. It's a priority to us. It's high up in our heads and we want to get that out. Um, but it can be in deception as well that uh, when we are de deceiving, we want to make sure the deception is said quite a few times just to make sure that people really get it we're, because we're not used to lying. We don't do it that often when, when it really, really matters. So we say the deceptive thing a few times to make sure that people really hear it and make sure people get it. I don't know which one it is there. Is it the cousin wants all the focus on Jordan because he believes that something that he's done deserves that focus? Or is it just really important to him that everyone looks at Jordan for some reason? Interesting that he says, we all knew him as that. He is doing um, a marketing thing, which is he's not just saying this is my opinion. This is the opinion of all. We all knew him as that. It's called social proof. And, you know, you'll see it in adverts about, you know, the nation's favorite airline or, you know, a rated nine out of 10 for uh, consumer satisfaction or something like that. The idea being that if the more people that say it, the more believable it is is. We all knew him as that, as part of that. He doesn't feel it's enough just for him to say that Jordan's a chemist. He has to say, all, we all knew him as that. Although he does say Jordan's a chemist twice, what does the chemist do? He doesn't say. He doesn't say that uh, what, what the chemist does so far. Just Jordan was the chemist. He's a scientist, right? He does what he needs to do. We all do what we need to do. We're not all chemists. Uh, so what does the chemist do and why isn't he saying? Look at the tenses here. We all knew him as that. That's past tense. Jordan was the chemist. Again, past tense. So I'm getting a sense here that potentially Jordan was the chemist once upon a time. Maybe still is, but maybe this guy, the cousin, only knows that Jordan was a chem was the chemist, the, the sort of drug supplier at some point. And we all knew him as that, not we all know him as that. So again, I think that Jordan maybe had a reputation in the past. This guy doesn't know if he still has that or deserves that reputation now. The interviewer asks another question. What about Alex Lee? What do you know about him? The cousin's reply is, I know him. Any idea he might have brought drugs? Hell no, says the cousin. No, says the interviewer. No, Jordan had them. Jordan was the one. Well, the thing I notice about that, first of all, is that this cousin doesn't answer the question. He's asked, what about Alex Lee? 
what do you know about him? And he doesn't say anything that he knows about him. The cousin says, I know him. When people don't directly answer the question, I wonder why. What is it they're doing? Do they feel safer giving an answer that doesn't directly answer the question? Are they thinking what they want to say to perfectly answer this question and give a good answer? We don't know here. All I know is that I'm a bit suspicious as to why this guy would not answer the question, what do you know about Alex Lee? What Was there something to be hidden? Is that why he didn't answer the question? Uh, th does he not have a great um, thing to say straight away? Don't know. But for some reason, when he's asked, what do you know about Alex Lee? He doesn't have an answer to it. He's then asked, any idea that he might have brought drugs? And he says, hell no. Now, that might be his way of speaking, but it's interesting to me. It's not just no, and I've been talking about yes, no questions all the way here. The fact he says no is a good sign, uh, but no is no. There's no super no. There's no like mega no. No is no. No is just blanket. No, that didn't happen, but he's hell no. That's like trying to turn no up to 11. Maybe just the way he speaks. Maybe he wanted to be really emphatic. Um, but again, he's, you know, hell no. Alex didn't do this. He really wants to get it across to us that Alex didn't do this. And again, he wants us to look at Jordan because he's asked, no, this guy didn't bring, uh, bring the drugs. No, Jordan had them. Jordan was the one. He's very emphatic that we should be looking at Jordan and not Alex for the drugs. The interviewer asks, so you don't think any more attention should be paid on Alex Lee? And the cousin replies, Alex Lee is a good man. He's a good man. Uh, Alex Lee is a solid. He was one of their best friends forever. Jordan is somebody that is known from high school as like creating drugs for people to make them feel better in certain situations. Okay, well, you want this? Okay, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to make this for you. I'm going to make this for you. I'm going to make this for you and handing them out. Again, it's a yes, no question. So you don't think any more attention should be paid on Alex Lee? No, I don't think any attention should be paid on Alex Lee. Yes, I do think some attention should be paid on Alex Lee, but he doesn't say that yes or no. He's asked a yes, no question, and instead he gives a resume of Alex Lee. In fact, this would be, what do you know about Alex Lee? The question he was asked previously, this would be a good answer to that. What do you know about Alex Lee? Alex Lee is a good man. He's a good man. Uh, Alex Lee is a solid. He's one of their best friends forever. This is the answer that he should have given when he was being asked, what do you know about Alex Lee? So why has it come later? And why is it not a direct answer to the question? So you don't think any more attention should be paid on Alex Lee? Yes or no? Alex Lee is a good man. Look what he does here. He's asked a question about Alex Lee. And very quickly, after giving Alex Lee's resume and saying he's a solid and one of their best friends, he starts talking about Jordan again. So he really wants to make sure, for some reason, that our attention and everyone's attention is on Jordan and not Alex. So he's asked about Alex Lee and very quickly he starts talking about Jordan again. He says somebody that's known from high school is like creating drugs. So again, this gives me the impression that maybe Jordan was known for doing this in the past, but maybe not known for being the chemist, being a drug supplier now, because this is known from high school. And once more, what is it this chemist does? He, he gave people things to make them feel better in certain situations. Well, listen, Jordan actually is a scientist who works in pharmaceuticals, I believe. Well, that's a description of his job. He creates things to make people feel better in certain situations. When you've got a certain problem, here's a certain drug that will make you feel better. Uh, yeah, 
Very interesting about that. Again, what is it that this chemist does? What do certain situations mean? You know, why, if this is your friendly neighborhood drug concoctor, does he only do it in certain situations? And he, you know, his description of what a chemist does, you want me to do this? I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to make this for you. What's this? I'm going to make this for you. He's repeating things a lot because he doesn't have lots of real words to say. I'm going to make this for you and I'm handing them out. That's what the cousin has to say. So in conclusion, right, toxicology reports have already shown there was drugs in the guy's systems, but I don't think that it's any surprise to anyone close to the dead guys that recreational drug use is at the centre of this. It's just no surprise to anyone who knew the dead men. All the chat from those close to the dead men, the cousin and the girlfriend, was entirely around drugs. We look to the word of Jordan Willis's friend, and that friend, I think, believes Jordan could be at the centre of what happened. However, I'm really interested in this cousin. He wants us to look hard at Jordan and not Alex. Why is that? Why does he want us to look hard at Jordan? Why does he want to take the attention away from Alex? It could be he really believes Jordan is the person that should be looked at. But for me, there's a protection there of Alex Lee. And I, you know, if I was in this, I would be wanting to ask some questions about why you're so certain that there's nothing about Alex that could be asked and why you really, really want everyone to look hard at Jordan. So there's my conclusions. I'd love to hear yours as well in the comments or in social media. Remember, when you're talking to someone or when you're watching someone being interviewed, how are yes, no questions answered? Do they say yes or no really quickly in answer to the question? Or are they a bit more deviant from what the question is being asked? And again, what do, you, do, do people want you to think versus the word they use? For example, David is not a drug addict, became a headline saying David didn't use drugs. I'm sure that was kind of the intention of saying it, but it wasn't the words that were said. If you want more like this, the subscribe button or the follow button means this will appear, or new content will appear regularly wherever you get your podcasts or videos. Uh, the like button and the share button, they do so much to get this to other people who may be interested. And please keep the comments coming. I read every single one. I'd be really interested to hear your take on what happened there, um, either here on this platform if you can, or if you want to get in touch on social media, you'll find all the links to that in the show notes. There's more podcasts, there's more videos, subscribe to the newsletter and even pick yourself up a couple of books to learn more about how to decode the words that people use on neveratruerword.com and we'll see you again soon for something new from Never A Truer Word. <laughs>